Welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I'm Doug, and with me is Deb. Hi. Who likes loot in her box, but not a box in her booty. Well, it's true. The loot in my box was much better than the booty in my box. So there you go. And with us is Tony, our perennial favorite. Hello. Perennial? I, I don't know about perennial, but we, we I, I'm had, a favorite. Well, like I said, I don't think it's been a year since your first appearance. Uh, I can know. go through and figure that out. So right. speaking of, I have by the time power. this goes up, it will be a past, but happy birthday to Tony for yay. tomorrow. Yay! Oh, yay! And it's episode 69, so yeah. Tony's on episode 69, ladies. Mm-hmm. What do you think that means? I got lucky with 69. I wish you people Ugh, could have God, seen the hand gestures he was just making. Right now, it's the most awkward devil's three-way. <laughs> oh. Oh. It's my birthday. Right I don't want to be sad. Yay, sad day no. birthday. No, sugar pie hole, Doug. Like I said, everything's clean. Like it, it almost sounded like sugar pie hole, Doug. No, 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 no. Shut your pie no, hole. No, no, no. No, I got a sugar pie hole. I enunciated. No, you enunciated. Okay, so, hole. speaking of horrible writing and hand gestures, I'd like you to talk about the finale of Seeker. <laughs> I knew that's where you were going. Well, because you are talking about I it's the about literal typewriter hands. Literal like, typewriter hands, and they are failed fucking sci-fi writers. Okay. Here's the deal. If you've been a regular listener, which I hope you have been after uh, episode 69, um, thank you, Peter. I finally, thank you. I finally, my name's Doug, or Dave on Facebook. Um, Dave Albear. Dave Albear. Um, I could change it now. I almost changed it to Justin Bieber. We'll talk about that off air. Because um, it would have been funny. Justin Bieber would have been more hilarious. And then I could have made a lot of Bieber damn jokes. Um, I Well, there's a whole thing. But anyway. Um, I finally finished Legend of the Seeker. Um, it's only two thank, seasons. Thank the Lord. Well, the, but they're but they're hour long episodes, twenty to twenty two episodes per season. I mean, those are long seasons for an hour long show. Okay, fine. Um, and I wasn't necessarily watching it begrudgingly, but I was really happy to get kind of to like the like the 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 final stretch of like the last four or five episodes. Well, Deb, you know, I talked a couple weeks ago about how I didn't like the typewriter hands incident with the first season, the season finale. season one finale, when you're like... And typewriter then hands, well, it's, it, and it's, it's a, what is it, they go to the future, it's, it's time travel, it's a time travel. Your conversation was, you're like, there's one writer, and he's like, and then this is gonna happen, and then this is gonna happen, and the rest of the writer's room's like, you know, this is the finale, we gotta fucking We have to kill Dark down. and Rawl, and he yeah. goes, oh, hold on, two pages, stabs the thing with the sword and lights on fire, done, okay. Roll credits. <laughs> Um, Deb, I don't know. How, I don't know how well you remember the second season. It's been a while. It starts off with an alternate future, when Zed tries to undo the dark magic done to Kara, uh, that turns her against the Seeker, and you end up in an alternate reality. You know, Days of Future Seeker. <laughs> <laughs> and that ends the. First part of the uh, uh, second uh, second season finale, it of course wraps up really quick. Um, they have not grasped the ability to do Neil Gaiman as climaxes, which you and I have, have talked about off air. That Neil Gaiman puts his climax two thirds in. Yeah. If uh, now I I pay attention to this. Because Although that's not necessarily true in Anansi Boys. Uh, he yeah, has he is. has the main plot point climax two thirds in, but then he has the conclusion climax like fairly quick. But he tends to set up his his climax at two thirds in. He's, um, he's and, not and you see, like and you especially see that in in um, 
one of the death miniseries, uh, not the one with the lesbians, but the uh, the other one. Are you talking about High Cost of Living? Is that... The one where she becomes human for the day? Mm. Yeah, 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 with yeah. her soul in the uh, yeah. Russian nesting egg. It was one of those where I'm like, how the fuck are you going to wrap up yeah. this comic in six pages and then does? That's kind of a Warren Ellis thing to do, though, where you have... No, no. no, no, Warren, no. Warren plays the long no, game. It's ridiculous. No, he plays the long game, but then he only has, like, two pages of Fallout. Well, but Ellis's denouement usually equals the I'm amount sorry, of resolution. big words like that on the podcast. I'm sorry, it's French for untangling, which is actually more syllables... Deb has now become a literal cat lady and is swinging at flies. <laughs> Anyways, Legend of Seeker. Um, it's fucking okay. One the 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 weird the weird book and episodes of time travel and alternate realities. What the fuck? It seems Once like a kick. Fail, in, it failed. seems like a kick in the junk for the fan base. Absolutely. Um. I like that, you know, Bruce Spence, the the wizard, uh, Zed got to shine. I realized he was literally the only reason to watch that series. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Um, and I mean, once again, like, yay, Richard and Caitlin gets the fuck. Like, finally. Um, it, it was, it, it really, it really is the Middle Earth, uh, moonlighting. <laughs> oh. Um, it ruins oh. it when they fuck. Okay, I'm, you know I'm, it's actually, I'm not. I'm not sad that I watched it, but I can see where this would have been no, something invested, I would not like, have watched. You invested two days worth of time, plus all the stuff. Well, you yeah, out into two this. two days of actual watching. Yeah, yeah. You're not sad you watched it. I'm. I'm not. I mean, it's like, it's. I don't know. It's the fantasy adventure called the chicken pox. Like everyone's got to get it, and you just have to get through it, and then you're okay at the end. Yeah, and then later on you get shingles. Yeah, I think I'll be skipping that whole thing. Shingles or watching Legends of the Seeker? Hopefully both. Both. Ladder. I've already had the Legends moment. of the Shingles. No. 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 Anyway. Legendary Shingles. I'm sorry, Legend, wait for it. Shingles. Yeah, Shingles. <laughs> Tony, I don't know if you've had time to watch the pilot yet for Gotham, have you? No, I've heard nothing but good things, which gives me a little hope. Here's the thing about it. I don't. Oh, have you got a thing? Because I've got many a things. No, I've got many a things about it. My thing about it is, I'm interested. I'm going to need a solid five to ten episodes of this series before I decide... Bullshit. I called you you out on this last week. (laughs) Bullshit. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, no, no. I don't know if I'm going to... Finish your feeble-minded point about needing more than three episodes. (laughs) I don't know if I want to break up with it yet or not. Well, I mean, you saw me go back and forth on the strain, so I can't... I'd be a hypocrite. Yeah, yeah, no, the strain. It's like an abused girlfriend for you. She's Mm. like, are you going to leave me? You're going to leave me, aren't you? No, don't leave me. Don't leave me? I have paramilitary vampires, which I probably will not see the payoff until at least the second season. Yeah. Anyway. Though I do like watching an old man with a death wish fight vampires. I mean, that really is right up my alley. not me to get back on the strain. Your thing's about Gotham. Okay, and I talked about this on the Daniel here, I think, in a week. Um, I I, want to pitch a couple things across Deb and Tony. Um, But one, I was whelmed by it. Wasn't under, wasn't over, was simply whelmed. 
completely well with the exception of some of the performances given. Now, the guy who plays the penguin is spot on. I was I loved him. Very, the guy who played the Riddler, great. Like I said, I was very, very happy with a lot of the performances. Is it just me or does Gordon seem like a fucking who's the guy who played Noah? Um, Russell Crowe. He seems like a clone of Russell Crowe. Did you never watch God, it wasn't called Southland. It was called Southland. Oh, about the cops? Yeah. No. He was the lead in that. Great. And he was really good. Okay, fine. I mean, <laughs> he looks and acts like Russell Crowe. I disagree. All right. I'm right, but okay. You're entitled to your opinion. Um, in Gotham, he looks and acts like Russell Crowe. I don't know about Southland. Uh, as long as there aren't tales in that, I'm fine. <laughs> We can't talk about Southland Tales no, again. Can't. It'll just evolve. Because I'm just going to eat up the whole hour getting mad. Um, I'm sorry, have you seen the whole No, no, he just made a DuckTales joke. DuckTales. Oh my god, now I want to do a Necrophile Southland. Necrophile cannibal. Crew <laughs> dicks. DuckTales. Ducks are dicks. Really, ducks are creepy. Have you you've not, have you se- you've oh, seen? Oh yes, I've yeah. seen scientifically accurate, accurate DuckTales. My issue with Gotham are... I thought it was a little ham-fisted. Um, but you have to cram. Here's here's my problem. Of... Here's my problem with cramming, is that it. You have at least. Cram Cramerson. Suck Dillyak Flanders. It. Here's my problem with cramming. I would you prefer, should just say shoehorning. I would prefer to be cramless. Um, I prefer my cram hole emptied. <laughs> An empty cram hole, if you will. Uh, I can keep going. Lord. Um. Podcast like nobody's listening. <laughs> Load it. Um, so, <laughs> it was ham-fisted. In terms of that, you see Edward Nigma like, telling riddles, and they're like, enough of the riddles, Nigma, And I'm like, oh my, you have an entire season to do like slow reveals on the Riddler and the whole whole the whole thing with the penguin where he's like, My name's my my name is Oswald, not stop calling me the penguin. And I'm like, okay, you literally look like the penguin. You don't have to explain that you are the penguin. You have you seen the fucking IQs of people that watch TV now? I mean they're fucking you like eighty. Bullshit, bullshit. Golden era of TV right now. Mm-mm. Bullshit. Uh, to keep it on Network TV. Network TV Fox. To they keep, had to cram all of this into the pilot to actually sell it. Yeah, to get it on TV, to keep it on TV, to keep now, everybody if employed. if they're still doing the same crap, say episode yeah. eight, fuck them. But yeah. pilot episode, you kind of get a little you bit gotta of You got to get them off. Okay. How many, First taste is free, so to speak. Cram that shit in there. No, it's it's when you... But you have the penguin, you have Riddler, you have Catwoman, who is not established whatsoever other than she feeds a cat and is a woman or girl. And then steals things and some milk. Yeah, to feed said cat. Um, and then sees the, 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 the murder? Like, that's a weird... That was a weird... Okay, question. now hold on. And by the way, did you notice that the eyes were really weird on the killer? Didn't actually pay that much attention to it. I was really because distracted. Because it seems, it seems, very, it seems like... very Asian or Middle Eastern. Because it's got, like, almost like uh, Tutankhamun raw makeup on it. And I'm going, League of Assassins. Especially because you had the League of Assassins set up to destroy Gotham in the Nolan movies... Associated with Falcone, and we haven't seen the Scarecrow yet, but he will be in it because they've 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 cast him. You will see Crane. Um, my biggest bitch is literally that 
Fish Mooney. She's a completely made-up character for the series. Let me tell you, Deb. Let me tell you. Let me pitch this to you and tell me that your fucking lady dick doesn't get hard when I talk about this. Yeah, we're that's there. How he pitches it to we're me. there already. We'll see how it goes. Hey, you know, in Hollywood, that's how they talk. All right. <laughs> yeah, lady dick everywhere. Uh huh. Totally. I would have said put out the welcome mat or give me a wedding, but we'll go with lady dick. Sploosh. Put out a welcome mat. I don't know. I'm put out the welcome mat. The erection is the welcome mat? <laughs> it's back to Kramer. Rub, my f- rub your front door on my welcome mat? That's fucking horrible. I'm totally going to start saying that, but fucking horrible. Give me the pitch, Doug. I think I gave you the opposite of a wedding. What is that, a dry <laughs> An inverty? I'm sorry, what's the opposite of sploosh? <laughs> a Richard Dreyfus. Um, Aww. Aww. Ty Anyway. Oh, I gave you a Mr. Holland's opus. Mr. Holland's Opus action figures. The irony is that none of the action figures can hear. Give me the pitch, Doug. Um, We talked last week about doing ground level fucking villains. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's my thing. You can do one of two, and I think one of these would be significantly better than the first one. My first one is Black Mask. I don't know. We talked about the legalities of it because he's a, a huge part of the Arkham uh, Arkham games. Yeah. Um, I don't know who owns the rights. Great White. Yeah. Okay. He's... It, 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 here's how I would pitch him in Gotham. Right? And I'll kind of inter, uh, interject where, like, where he comes from in the comics as well to explain. He, his name's Tobias Whale. Now, in the show, he's like a low-level mob moron... Um, kind of close akin to the penguin, like he'd be kind so of a lackey. Like a wise guy. Uh, uh, yeah, kind of a wise guy, a good fellow, even. Um, Both of those are two different. They days. think they they mistake him for being a stoolie. If I may be so bold. God, I can't believe we're using all of these hilarious phrases. Um. And they go, well, we're gonna fucking show you, and he's like, no, no, I'm not the stoolie, and he wasn't because penguin was right. It's already been established. In the fucking pilot. So they lock him in a fucking freezer, which happens in the comics. Yeah. And basically what happens in the comics is he's this rich guy and he embezzled whatever and he pled insanity thinking, oh, I'll get out of Blackgate Prison and I'll go into Arkham and I'll be, it'll be like fucking club fucking med, right? Except that all the Batman villains are in fucking Arkham. Um, and they end up locking him into a freezer. Same as in the show. Yeah. He gets frostbite so bad it bleaches his skin. I'm not quite sure of the science on that one. But his ears and nose fucking fall off, which is A, terrifying. B, would be amazing visuals to have, like, this noseless, earless. And he ends up looking like a a shark, like a great white shark. Well, if somebody's noseless and earless, in my head, they just kind of look like Voldemort. Mm -hmm. Or the master in the fucking strain. Oh, yeah. Except that he's got fucking... Weird proboscis blade two fucking anyway. I I keep coming back to this train. Um. So you have it as as going like you know they leave Tobias to like die in the freezer. He manages to get out, however, whatever. Someone lets him out, or he manages to you know get the door open and and leave. Um. And then all of a sudden, by industrial freezers now have a fail safe to get out from the inside. There you go. They don't think about that because they're fucking dumb goombas. Sure. Um, I mean, it might take him a little while. And then all of a sudden, like throughout throughout the first season, you have 
this whole thing where all of these like good fellows are talking to Falcone, who you've seen, mm-hmm. going, we're getting this pressure from this guy. And it's like, it keeps building that it's great white. Mm-hmm. And then you have him take over the city or Falcone's operations at the end of the first season. Boom, you automatically have a new mob boss for Gordon to take over. So not so he's taking on Falcone, and just as he's gonna like take down Falcone, Falcone gets taken down by Great White, and then boom, there's your next big bad. And he's fucking horrifying, and he, but he's disfigured. It's not like a superpower. He has no superpowers. He's just a good, uh, you know, uh, 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 tactician. Okay. That's how you do Gotham with a ground level villain who's not fucking Fish Mooney, who is like. What is she? Is she Cher from fucking, like, burlesque? What the shit is she? Well, she's a madam, she's a club owner, she's a gangster. What the fuck is she? Well, it's Jada Pickett-Smith. Yeah, great, she's Niobe. Who gives a fuck? What is she so, in the show? Is she, like, is she kind of this weird, sexy, African-American job of the hut? Like, what is her fucking place in Gotham? And is it implied that she fucked Donald Luge? It actually is. Okay, so are you going to break up with Gotham? No, I said I'd give it three episodes. I think I'm going to need more than that. Because I think with three episodes, they're still going to be doing a lot of the same cramming they did in the pilot. Cramerson. Cramerson. Do you guys want to talk about Tusk? Sure. Okay. Tony, I want your opinion first. Yep. I liked it. I thought it was novel how they approached trying to turn a man into a walrus instead of trying to pawn it off as plausible, they went kind of over the top with the costume because as soon as you see the costume, you're like, how the fuck do you turn a person into that? They just kind of went campy with it and just said, fuck it, and just, you know, went for like it. Like old school monster flick? So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I respected I actually, that quite a bit. I would actually say it, it was borderline... Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm over-arting it up. It, it was kind of a, a, a throwback to, like, Old school David Cronenberg like body horror. Yeah, I mean it was very much like seeing that was like seeing Brundle fly, where you're like, oh f- fuck, that's a walrus suit made of human skin. No, they they got the texture down down the, the coloration the of it. I mean, no. that it's stitched together gives you the impression that it's other people that which you find out later. Yeah, it's stitched yeah. together and that he's well, and the whole thing of where the tusks come from. Yeah. Are his amputated leg bones? I didn't even get is that. It's horrifying. Because in an earlier scene where he's, where he's first in the wheelchair and dude's talking to him, he's polishing, you know, what well, he's looks polishing like a, tusk. a, a well, It's his fucking leg he just cut off. He's making it into. Well, because they talk about when you find, when you meet the, the, the weird, disgraced inspector, yeah. played by the almost unrecognizable Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um, which, by the way. Johnny Depp, could you just have a fucking role where you don't have prosthetics, weird facial hair, or a fucking accent? Like, what did Tim Burton do to you? Point on the doll where he fucked your career. Like, that you have Lone this Ranger. weird... It's his career. Huh? Lone Ranger. Wasn't Tim Burton. But I'm just saying that's where his career got... Well, and the tourist. Tourist wasn't terrible. Wasn't great. The payoff was shit. <laughs> But anyway, my point Maybe is Willy Wonka. Tim Burton. Yeah. Once again, like you have I to mean, have Alice this. In Wonderland wasn't great, but maybe Willy Wonka was the beginning. Willy Wonka of it. was fucking horrible. Parts, Anywho, of, parts of it were okay. Yeah, Good morning, maybe. Good morning, Starshine. 
parts of being molested so were okay doesn't make it all right. I liked I liked that every I liked that every child. Oh death. my god, we're gonna skip over that. What did he say? Nothing. No, don't repeat it. You can hear it in editing. I was gonna say I will. Any hoozy. I like that every child death had a different musical genre done by uh, Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Um, you realize that's the only reason I've been watching Tim Burton movies for years. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really the only reason to watch Family Dog. Um, who remembers that? But anyway, um, sorry. I, but I thought it was, I thought it was a throwback to like early, you know, Cronenberg body horror. Um, I thought it was probably comparably to Red State. Yeah. Um, kind of a return to form for Kevin Smith going. Let's flex these indie muscles and make a movie you would not see made. Uh, oh yeah, better directed and, and put together than than he learned his lessons um, from Red State of how to write a thriller, how to write horror. So the question is, what movie is Ben Affleck gonna steal his cast for now? <laughs> Yoga hosers? Oh wait, you said Ben Affleck. What the fuck are you talking about? He basically stole all of the Red State cast for uh, Argo. Argo. Mm. Which is weird because Kevin Smith is stealing all of the uh, Tusks um, cast for the True North trilogy. The next one will be Yoga Hosers, which has the two um, convenience store clerks. Because it's Kevin Smith. Oh yeah, one of them's his fucking daughter. It's Har- It's Harley Smith. And She's old enough to do that. Yeah, blew my fucking mind. Dude, she was a baby in Jail and Son of Bob's right I know, back. but it's just one of those things where just last time I saw her, she was probably five or six. Yeah. And um, now she's old enough to play a convenience store clerk? Convenient. Yeah, Ada Z. Yeah, phone sitting there. Yeah, yeah. That, which was brilliant. I love that name. Yeah, E-H-A-A-Z. Oh, God. It was um, good. But they're going to be the main characters in Yoga Hosers. Mm-hmm. It's uh, her and Johnny Depp's daughter, Lily Rose Depp. Mm-hmm. Um... And then oh, he'll, you mean his he'll, daughter with a model? Yeah. Yeah, the French model. I'm sure it happens to real people. Yeah, to just go on vacation in Paris and then, you know, fucking meet a supermodel and fall in love. Supermodel for, actress and have two children and be together for like 20 years. And then, you know, you leave her for Amberhead. <laughs> it almost said you sounded like Hammerhead. <laughs> um, <laughs> sugar pie hole. And, uh... But, um, yeah, so, and then he's doing a third one called, uh, Moose Jaw, which is basically Jaws with a moose. That's okay, the premise, and I'm going to see the I shit out of that. I love that idea, especially if the cast is going to be extremely Canadian. Um, I don't know what the cast is going to be for, no, for Moose Jaw, but... Moose Jaw, I'm going to need the cast but I'm gonna to be really, really But Canadian. Yoga Hosers is effectively what happens if the ghost in the woods from Evil Dead interrupts the two clerks mm. from going to like a senior party in high, like a senior high school party when they're like you know juniors. what that sounds like don't you it sounds like a Buffy a Buffy episode in the best possible way yeah kind of um final thoughts on Tusk did you guys actually like it I loved it I enjoyed it and I especially liked that they took the fucking small cast over the fucking end credits and told you so where you they got hear. the idea the two of them fucking high talking about, you know what we should do? That's the best movie. Is we should make turn it a guy into a walrus and they fucking. And then they fight at like the morons. end, and that's your act three, and you're going. That's, that's a great idea. Him that's and fucking so Mosier. That's how they came up that's with the idea. Came, yeah, and then no, they said. I love that and then they, they said that over the credits yeah. though. Yeah. I love that. And they that. said tweet walrus yes or walrus no. Yeah. One person said walrus no, and not because he didn't like the idea, but he goes. 
just for the democratic um, system to work, one person must oppose. <laughs> so I will be that person, but I want to say walrus yes. I love that they did that. Absolutely. I mean, and, and, and Kevin Smith talks about on his three-peat on The Nerdist, where he goes, this movie came out, and it's Smodcast, it's Smodcast Productions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he talks about, there's a movie that comes out of um, podcasts, What's Next? TV shows, at which point I went Marin. I mean, that really already, is a distilled... Well, you realize that I've been flirting with the idea for quite a while of doing something kind of involving the weekly stuff that you and I do. I, I Actually, be, I was going to buy a camera uh, next week. But I mean, whether it be us recording, us playing trivia, and you're not there, but I mean, us playing cards. Just like I said, just like the weekly events where the specific group of us tend to be together. Um, I, I we'll talk off air, but yeah, I was, I was gonna buy a camera next week, and then I just realized there's no way I have the, the goddamn time to. I'd have to quit the day job and somehow get money in through I'm sure lascivious means at best. By the way, I've been missing out on some solid gold at trivia on Tuesday. because Hufflepuff has been banging Miss Tramp, and she's lost interest with him, and it's hilarious. From Is the it outside, just, it's hilarious. From the, on the inside, oh, it's I don't probably think it's, sad. Is it like just oh, a small it, dick for a team it, name or what? Was it Libby or Alicia that saw the really butch girl wearing the Hufflepuff uh, sports jersey that she wanted to take from them? I think it was Alicia. Yeah, Alicia saw this crazy butch girl wearing a Hufflepuff sleeveless sports jersey that she wanted to steal and bring to Trivia Hufflepuff. Yeah. yeah. Like Don't to give to Hufflepuff or yeah. just goad him into going, ha ha ha, you're a piece of Should shit up. burn it in effigy in front of him? What? No. He didn't know how to pronounce their money. Anyway... See? Solid gold. And of course I'm going to buy the copy of the conservative Christian version of Harry Potter. Fuck I have no. to know. That is fucking I'm ridiculous. I'm sorry, I got to know. Yeah. Oh, no, this God. Literally, it's, it's Bless like, copyright. Fuck yeah. It's the same reason why I want to have the normal Huck Finn that I have. And then the robot version. I want the robot version too. I want them directly next to each other. That's our word. You will call me Robot Jim. Whatever. It's just fucking ridiculous. Well, okay, I have to ask both of you this. Did you guys have to read Huck Finn when you were in school? Yeah, I didn't have to. I chose to. I mean, I was, it assigned, shit out uh, was it assigned reading? I think after I read it, it became it came up as assigned reading, but originally I read what it just... Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think my dad... What age were you when you had it read to you or had it assigned to you? Uh, I was in oh, God, like early grade school. So... I got it in sixth grade. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, I think my dad or must, was, my mom or dad must have had copies of it. But I mean, I mean, that was a formative book for me. I don't know about you guys. Well, I think it was formative because there was so much fucking grief made out of the capital N-word. You know, that actually didn't even come to, into my perception of the book until years after I'd uh, already had it. Yeah, I think my dad was like, read Twain, he's funny. Like, you know what I mean? I think he's my dad really looked more... funny. Like, I think my dad Oscar Wilde funny. I think my dad... Suggested it to me more out of out of the satire than the like. Look at the significance of this literally, because you know what, you're ten and you're not gonna fucking get the literal significance. But I mean, I had a very specific or literary significance. Yeah, I had a very specific sixth grade teacher literally? who she taught the regular curriculum, but she added a lot of her own curriculum. So she's the reason why I I had she wouldn't survive in no in no Jeffco. she she actually she wasn't Jeffco. She wasn't Jeffco. She retired. Not, no, she's not. not no, with, no, she retired about crazy lady changing AP history so we don't learn she about... She retired about eight years after I had gone through her, which means that my little sister was one of her last classes. Yeah. But, I mean, she's the reason that I, I read Treasure Island. 
she's the reason that I had Huck Finn, and she did a whole big unit on the Civil War. So it's just one of those things where it's like, you, you don't want them to read Huck Finn because it has direct language for the time that it was written? Fine, you know what? Let's go hear about Robot Jim. Let's, well, let's it's go, like you know, it's like people who say like you shouldn't read "Can't Turn to Ride" because it incites youth rebellion. Which it sh- a it should, and I mean that in the best possible way. Question your teachers. Question authority. Well, they're going to question it anyway. It's going to happen just gonna anyways. It's a natural try and part silence of growing them. up. And I don't like fascists. I think it's a cult that the man belongs to. <laughs> okay, so you're going to have to make Tony read that letter. Okay. But Doug showed me the greatest letter I have ever seen in my entire life. Written by, by a fifth, fifth grader. grader. Wow. We checked out a bunch of CDs with swear words from the library. <laughs> the implication being that most of them were punk and some of them were definitely the dead Kennedys. <laughs> and they keep talking about how they don't like the man, even though she doesn't know who that is, but she thinks it might be Bush. Bush or the singer's principal. It's a great letter. Mm. And about um, how she's by far the most punk person she's ever met. Nice. You gonna pull it up? I'm gonna pull it up for Tony, but go ahead and start Sounds with the like next. John Stewart's "fuck you" to Fox for uh, the, the whole bullshit over the fucking latte salute with fucking. Oh Obama. my god! Fuck you, Fox News. I love John Stewart. That man is brilliant, and he's fucking dead. The actually, fuck actually, on. Colbert had a great bit. Of I didn't, I didn't see Colbert sing, but I saw Stewart sing. I'm like, fuck yeah. Um, so while you're reading that, I would like to talk about the loot crate. Totally fucking worth it. Nice. I'm still incredibly sad I didn't get villains, because I was too late on that, but this one was Galaxies, and I showed you most of the stuff that came with it. The non-turn has the Tribble stuffed animal up in his apartment. But a lot of... You got Firefly money? I got, you got a little Mal? Mm-hmm. I also got I got an Aliens figurine. Mm. <laughs> I got pop Nothing really. Nothing really trumps... Um, the the, uh, the Firefly money. I mean, I really do. That's. Oh, yeah. I got my fat Firefly cash over there. Yep. Yep. Mad stacks. Goram right. And I've got a really nice Han Solo frozen and carbonite poster. Yeah. And my asteroids charge back magnet. I like the little butterfly. That's yeah. Awesome. Okay, we'll, we'll put it up on blue the... marker, and then at the bottom is a little butterfly it's just like illustration. Every, everything is dotted in. What har- is that? A, a face with like I think it's, I think it's, I think it's the the path of the butterfly. Oh, oh. I think it's how the butterfly. Yeah. But I just I just influences. I the just world. like. You know, but if the dead Kennedys do not like the man, so don't I. I also don't like fascists, misspelled. Uh, I think that they are like a cult religion who the man belongs to. And that lying doesn't count if you do it in a library. So, do you want to talk about IOSA real quick? It really Why is it such a big fucking deal? Well, well. It, it's, impa- it's impacted me personally. Um... It uh, it raped my father and killed my mother. No, um, in, yeah! in the war, in the war. I was trying really hard not to spit take Red Bull all over the non-turns laptop. Thank you. Oh, well, um, basically, um, other than crashing the new iPhone sixes, which I don't have because I comparably uh, compared it to my phone currently and went, meh, not that big of a fucking. Also, difference. yours is not going to bend. Bend gate, yeah. <laughs> Um, but that, um, I, I, it, it stopped support for, and this is for people who haven't, um, upgraded, it stopped support for two apps that I actually use a great deal. One would be the, their, their, um, onboard weather app. Um, I had to go and get Yahoo Weather, which 
is fine. It doesn't, but it's like how inconvenient that you would weather. It's not like we stopped having weather and they go, well, it's kind of passe, that whole weather thing. Like, it is happening. It's happening right now. Not okay, so why do you need a nap? You can just look out the window. Anyhow, I don't look out windows when I just wake up. The scare ball is up. I... Oh, oh, no. Okay, so the other thing which made me laugh harder was you were trying to post a picture that I sent to you a while ago. Yeah, which is of Captain the, America with the caption... Real actual caption. Freedom, freedom intensifies. intensifies. Mm. And I can't post that to anyone fa- anyone else's Facebook but mine because they stopped support of camera roll. Which I think is false. Which, it's like, what, what, what exact went... You know what? I don't really get into my photos that much, so let's just not support that. It doesn't make any fucking sense. You have a camera on your fucking phone. You're gonna take goddamn pictures. Why stop supporting your one of your main options for pictures? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Well, the fucking actual reason behind it probably makes no fucking sense anyway, so... Well, there was... I mean, they, they, it never updated it. It never... I, but I just, I just don't understand how such ground-level aspects of the iPhone could just get chucked to the side. I, I don't understand you know, that. Honestly, they may have just forgotten. And I'm pretty sure they put the health app on there just because, uh, you know, to make sure that the next Steve Jobs doesn't die of pancreas cancer. Oh, They literally now have an app for it. Whatever. So, we're finally starting the fall TV season, but the only one we're really going to talk about today is the new Shield. Because we talked about Gotham. Yeah. Um... Shield once again whelmed by the opening. Um, I got fucking bored and stopped watching it yeah, halfway I, through and started browsing the interwebs. I've been very whelmed by Shield as a whole. Well, I want to see what the weird alien scroll, the alien scrolling that. I thought you were talking, you totally thought you were going to say alien scrotum. Scrotum. It it could be a scrotum. I don't know that. We don't know. It yet. could be a picture of celestial balls. I don't know celestial that. Celestial balls. I don't know what they're wearing under those little galactic skirts. I don't know. Maybe one can make an space guess. Whatever, man. Educated guess. And I have a question posed to both. I'd imagine it's I never thought about it. Do birds have testicles? Yeah, they're inside them. Yeah, they have organs. That's what I thought, but it's just one of those things. Do squirrels shit? All over shit. I've never seen a squirrel we shit. We actually had this conversation, yeah. I've never seen a squirrel shit. I've never mm-hmm. seen a squirrel shit. Be, I know in they the actual do. act. Yeah, exactly. I've never seen a bird shit either, but oh, I've been hit by it. But you, know? you, but you see, evidence of it is my thing. Squirrel shit. When do you have someone go, oh, I stepped in squirrel shit, or there's some squirrel shit? That never happens. And do spiders feel love? No. No, they don't feel shit. They feel cold. They have exoskeletons. They don't feel nothing. Okay, so I made you watch a clip. Hold on. So, S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm going to keep watching it. I mean... Oh, I am too, but this this first one, I after I, it ended and I missed the last half, I'm like... They started wait, they, they started out strong with... you. The One of the big bads for the season is the Absorbing Man, who you might know as being completely fucked in the ass... By the writers uh, on the original Hulk, played by Nick Nolte. Huh. Because you know, because you know when you think Absorbing Man, you think giant radioactive poodles. Um, but no, they actually did the Absorbing Man. They had the nice nod with him and his uh, ball and chain. Uh, not a euphemism. Um, <laughs> not his bits and dangles, but... 
Yeah. But yeah, like you saw the Absorbing Man, and they have this. Oh, oh, and it starts in the in the '40s, and you have uh, Peggy Carter. You have Neil Donna as Dum Dum Dugan. Like all of the people that you saw in the original Captain America as the Howling Commandos. Hmm. Oh, they're in the first episode of the New Shield in the flashback. Yeah, because they're setting up Agent Carter. And they're because they're setting up Agent Carter. So you have this scene that's existing, which is which... funny because I really kind of want it to be a crossover with John Carter, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> John Carter. Mm, get your ass off of Mars. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you're, I think what you're going to see when um, Peggy Carter starts uh, at the end of the year, I think you're going to see kind of them solving the same case. From di- I, I, I really from different sides. Di- yeah, of is you're gonna see this this obelisk, the 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 new MacGuffin, um, the new Wonderflonian, the orb <laughs> from Either. Briscoe County Junior. <laughs> um, Briscoe County Junior. I love that show. Uh, oh my god! I vaguely recall it being amusing, but that's eons. Sean Aston invents a motorcycle. Yeah. In the oldie timey West. Yeah. Wasn't it steam powered too? Yeah, oh everything was steampunk. Yeah. It was beautiful. And this was like Have circa nineteen ninety what three? Have you yeah. finished your thoughts on Shield? I'm gonna keep watching it. I mean we'll see where it goes. I like the idea that, you know, Coulson is the new director and they still have to weed out all the Hydra agents. Well they just revealed that they're like, Oh, we have these scattered shield agents who are loyal and they're like, Well let's trace all of the weird Hydra um and it's like triple red dots across the globe. And they're going, well, crap. Mm-hmm. And and the big bad apparently is uh uh what's his name um, Reed Diamond, who I'm trying to think what you know him from. Because you, you never watched. Oh yeah, you watched. No, you didn't. Um. Uh, not suits. What's the other one? Rizzoli, not Rizzoli Isles. Are you talking um, about Franklin and Bash? Yeah, that one. No, I never watched Franklin and Bash, but I much prefer suits. Um. He was a dollhouse, but I'm trying to think who he played in dollhouse. Yeah, I never really yeah. I enjoyed that. I was a passionate. He was the subordinate in dollhouse. Not the, the British lady, but the like the one underneath her. Oh, Crazy. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, it was kind of implied as well. Yeah, it's he's the big he's kind of the big bad in this new ep, uh, new season of Shield. That's what Crazy. they're teasing. Huh? That's what they're teasing. Well, the fact that he looks the same age that he was in World War Two to now. Oh, okay. And the fact that the Maybe writers, the, the, the go even they'll come back as Red Skull. And uh, and uh, couldn't be any worse than fucking <laughs> the Red Skull in anyway. <laughs> I was I was not thrilled with with the Elf King's portrayal of the Red Skull. So okay, so I made you watch a clip from Scorpion. Yeah, that was unfortunate. It's it's not even so bad. It's good. It's so bad. It's fucking bad. It's typewriter hands. And then they're in the Ferrari going down the runway, getting which the goes on cat, forever until the, it needs to end. It, getting the Cat Nine cable to the five, laptop. Cat Sorry, Cat Five cable. Or I triple E if you're to the laptop, so she can download. How Don long was that Cat Five cable? As long it's as that runway. Gotta be under a thousand meters, or it won't fucking work. That's actually true. I know. I'm surprised Michael didn't say that while we were watching it. But yeah, no, it was it was terrible. Um, Punisher Warzone. Not terrible. <laughs> I remember seeing it in theaters, and it's really, its tagline: "Punisher Wardrobe." Not, not terrible. terrible. Guy in Denver. Um, <laughs> no, Doug. Of... Sorry, go ahead. Um, 
I remember seeing it in theaters. It came out right around my birthday. It came out in December. And I remember seeing it and kind of going, huh. Well, I remember seeing it being like, I'm okay with this. Well, I thought it was a logical move past the Thomas Jane Punisher. Yeah. Um, Which is, <clears throat> Thomas Jane did pretty well. I liked and Thomas Jane. And I really Jane's... liked Dirty Laundry. Oh, Dirty Laundry is what is is what that Punisher movie should have been. I mean, yeah. it's one of those. Like I said, I really like Dirty Laundry. It's, it's, it's that, yeah. Um, because it, did he get, like, Ron, Ron Perlman was in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it was, it was you know, a Tom, it was Thomas Jane, fan-made, really? volunteer crew, yeah. Oh, well, no, uh, Jane, like, financed it. But, I mean, all the crew, he's like, if anybody wants to come work for free the next day, and the whole fucking crew showed up. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, his love for Punisher is not in, 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 in dispute by any means. Um, but I rewatched it after listening to How Did This Get Made, that had Patton, Oswald, and the director, Lexi Alexander, and they were talking about how beautifully it was shot, and I'm going... Okay, well, this was how many years ago? I don't remember the cinematography. No. So I went back and rewatched it, and it's actually shot extremely well. Who was their cinematographer? I don't know, but she's worked with him before, and he's he's not a name per se, but he's worked on stuff. Okay, I'm gonna have to look it up and see what they're doing now. But uh, it's shot extremely well. The violence, the the way that she describes, Lexi Alexander describes it, is accurate, which is what I'd want to see out of, out of a Deadpool movie. Um, which I don't want to get off on a thing about we, that. We can't talk but, about that. We'll spend 25 minutes yeah, on that. But that, she goes, I didn't want it to be, like, realistic because I didn't want people to go, you know, with the Virginia Tech shooting and Columbine and go, oh, well, I could, you know, I want to idolize this guy who kills people. She made it so over-the-top ridiculous that in, like, the opening shot, it's the Punisher uh, cutting off someone's head and swinging from a chandelier. I mean, it was so almost cartoonish, the, the violence. But once again... Extremely well shot. I, so it's a nice balance between... I, I remember not liking it because I was like, oh, there's a girl and a kid and it's kind of the etiquette of the Punisher series. And then when I rewatched it, I was like, oh no, I was way off. Um, it is so much more dark and violent and moody and Jigsaw looks fucking terrifying. Yes. <laughs> and they talk about, they go, well, yeah, there's the steel plate and I had to stitch together and there's some horse hide and the guy goes, wait, I'm sorry, What? And I was like, and there's literally parts of his skin that are miscolored where I'm like, and those are bits of horse. <laughs> That's nauseatingly awesome. So I went back and revisited Punisher Warzone and fucking loved it. Yeah. They even had microchip in it, which I was like, I don't think microchip can work in a movie, and they kind of made him work. And it was played by Wayne Knight, making up for shutting down Jurassic Park. <laughs> I'm glad he got to fall back on his job as a mailman. Well, you know. Annoying neurotic comics in New York. <laughs> Newman. Uh, bad words. Fuck shit, cunt, pussy, tits. What? Do you oh, know? yes, the movie Bad Words. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been great had I just set you up for that cue and then gone, and that was all. And moving on. <laughs> Smartly along. I watched the movie I think we Bad Words. We just wrote a bit piece for you know the podcast segment of our sitcom. Um, so I watched Bad Words, which was uh, Jason Bateman's uh, directorial debut. It was a little short, uh, about an hour and a half. Um, Better short than long. Absolutely. Um, it's about a man who basically uh, exploits a loophole to join a child spelling bee competition. Weird. <laughs> 
it it has its kind of emotional beats um, that once again were not necessarily paint by numbers, but once you kind of figure out what's going on, you're like, okay, I can kind of see every beat that's going to happen from this. Okay. Um, but uh, Jason Bateman coming coming from head. the Hogan family where he was so clean cut and seeing him in Arrested Development and Bad Words and Horrible Bosses where. He kind of plays kind of the 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 cursing dark characters. Is it's it's just this great transformation to see him. Really, because embrace I remember that. him from the sweetest thing, where he is the bearded douchey brother of the male lead, trying to hit on Christina Applegate and Cameron Diaz. Yeah. I can see him doing that. Real and life. then he gets thrown out of the club, and he's yelling at the bouncer, "Ow, ow! You're pinching my arm skin." Which I actually say on a way too regular basis now. Um, once again, Catherine Hahn was in it. Mm-hmm. She's great. It's kind of the mousy uh, journalist who's, who's trailing him. Um, I like that he teaches the little kid how to curse. I mean, that's always fun. Little kid's cursing is always funny. That's um, 10 out of 10 for me. And when he refers to Rachel Harris's pussy as that blown-out cavernous gym sock... Oh, good Quote, Lord. Quote, I'll bet you it looks like an elephant's trunk, gray and distended. Oh. Also, in the same breath, calls her son a cocksucker. <laughs> I mean, it is, it, it's fun. It's a, it's a, not necessarily guilty pleasure, but it's like, it's just this fun little, like, let's feed the monster in the back of your head that wants to see the worst. And, is it you know like what I mean? almost a palate cleanser? No. I, it was just this weird, dark, quirky movie that I, I I had on my external hard drive for so long that I'm like, I need to start getting through all of this, and I didn't want to watch Clark Gregg's um, Trust Me, which is yet another dark comedy. All I know is I didn't, I wasn't in the mood to watch uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Do you want to tell everybody what you watched instead of Dallas Buyers Club? <laughs> I started watching Airplane. <laughs> ah. Diametric opposite. Okay, so I have two. Which, more by the way, my... fucking holds. Oh, uh, it totally holds Every up. joke still hits. We're going to have to take him to the hospital. What's that? It's a place where sick people go, but that's beside the point. Like I said, like, no, that's what is the plane like? It's big and white and red like a giant Tylenol. <laughs> it, excuse me, does anyone speak jive? I speak, I speak jive. jive. I suck so want no help, suck and get no help. Uh, chump, want no help. Uh, no, True blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, I'm like literally an hour in, I'm like, it's still... But I mean, even the random commercial jokes they have in there, like the Maxwell Health, Maxwell Health coffee joke, that Jim never has a second cup, cup of, of coffee. coffee. It's still fucking Jim hurts. never vomits at home, I just got to that part. Or that uh, the kid is sitting there antagonizing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and he's like, no kid, I'm the total, I'm the, I'm the pilot, I'm the pilot. And, and then he, goes, he stands up and he has the gym shorts on. He has on. the gym shorts and goes, you try running up and down the court with these guys like trailing you and you see how tired your dad gets and then like sits back down the like, street and like, tired. Yeah. And the whole like, do you like gladiator movies, Jimmy? There's <laughs> 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 in a grown man naked Jimmy. Like that whole thing. Which is funny because that just makes me think the story that Will Wheaton tells about Patrick Stewart doing those jokes with him when he's you on know, the back in Star Trek. Times, and I was gonna say the captain and, and, the, and I was gonna say the captain and the cabin boy had a special relationship. Now give me a blowy. <laughs> oh, Patrick! I love when he's talking about the the crew like basically breaking him because he was you know 
the the professional actor, the, yeah. the the straight guy, and the, the rest of the the rest of the cast loosening him up to the point where the director is wanted to kill them all because yeah. they wouldn't. And, and, wa- and walked. He talks yeah. about it. The director walked. Because they're such unprofessional. Well, you figure you put you figure you put Wheaton, Frakes, and Burton in a room. Shit's gonna go down. I mean, you know what I mean? Like they're not gonna be able to. Like they're gonna start riffing. Okay, so I was reading a thing about how Wesley Stipe actually got originally offered the role that LeBar Burton took as Jordy. I've heard that before. And then I turned immediately to the non-turn. I'm like, what do you think Blade would have been like with LeBar Burton? <laughs> Think about it. Well, does he have the visor? No. Oh, like no, but he, would have, but he would have stopped and helped all the illiterate vampires. Totally. <laughs> okay. Um, reading Bladebow? Reading Bladebow? Blading Rainbow? I like Blading Rainbow, mm-hmm. although that sounds like he's killing gay vampires now. <laughs> oh, it's like a Blackula hunter, but Gayula. Kind of. I only killed gay black vampires. Anywho. There can't be that many, statistically speaking. He probably doesn't have, he probably has a lot well, of statistically speaking, there must be gay retards. They're like fucking unicorns. We're talking about vampires as if they really exist. Well, you know, statistics say... Well, but I'm saying, like... They exist in the first place. They're all fucking gay and black in that if case. Somebody has Wait, what do you mean they're all gay and black? Yeah, they they fucking sense. exist. They're well, all gay and black. Since they don't exist, they might all be gay and black. They're hanging out with unicorns and they ride them everywhere. Gay black vampires would totally ride unicorns. I'm telling you. They actually would. They would. But they'd be unicorn pegasus. Yeah. Yeah, winged. Winged. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, we have two more, but I'm going to skip them till next week. Do we have corrections? Yeah. Aww. What are we skipping? Can I see? Uh, I'm skipping Chef and the new Interpol album. Really, we're skipping the new Interpol album with him here? Oh, he hasn't heard it yet. Exactly. I've listened to the first track. But I'd like to listen to it before I really talk about it. We're not going to talk about my really quick review of it. We'll we'll, we'll do it next week. No, 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 it's okay. okay. I'll read it. Oh, please. Uh, So, I was at work last night, having a really busy night, because of stuff and things. Stupid check thing go. Yeah, it was fine. Okay. And I got this album, I mean, sorry, this text from... Doug out of nowhere with absolutely no response or lead in. No. The new Interpol sounds like the Strokes fuck Joy Division. Had that baby, and I let that baby come in my ears. But in a good way. Mm-hmm. So look forward to hearing about that next week. Um, corrections. Dave Willis was the other co-creator of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Okay. Um, and then Ed Asner was the established actor that brandishes a knife menacingly and yeah, I, know I know that voice. Uh, we also had a previous conversation where he tried to tell me Ed Asner brandished a knife in that thing you do. I don't Only because that I made scene, the weird Tom you? Hanks connection, which Tom Hanks' brother, brother is a voice actor who looks dangerously like, like him. Tom Hanks, yeah. And sounds like Tom Hanks, like not even doing a voice. But yeah, I don't remember that scene from that thing you do. Do you? No, I don't either. It was, I told you, it was a deleted scene. Very long time since I've Him seen Him and that. Alex Roca get into a, like, Jets versus Sharks dancing off with knives. You need at... two years of ballet to join this gang. <laughs> Got a bus, um... bus cool. Oh, we're going back to that? We opened an episode with that. So, in mistakes I made this week, I have cats. That's pretty much all I need to say. They're giant dick bags. In mistakes I didn't make, I don't have cats. Tony, any mistakes you made this week? I have roommates. They're kind of like cats. You know, one is more a like while. a cat than the other. Uh, almost yeah. ran one of them down last night. That was on hilarious. On purpose or on accident? Well, I was sleeping on the engine uh, block for warmth. 
That seems like something one of the two would do, doesn't it? Cruising down Broadway, and bicyclist on the right trying to come out, and he stopped, and you know, one yeah. roommate's like, "That's the second roommate." And I'm like, "You should put some fucking lights on that bike so you can see him." Yeah. And we laughed. You know what the sad part is? In my head, your your roommate is an actual cat, and I'm imagining him riding a bike down he Broadway. He does have cat-like qualities. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Social contract asshole. A dwarf. Doug? Yeah. This one's against me. Mine you know, I have my headphones in a lot of the time. Yeah, because and people you know. will make little, uh, little dick sucking uh, motions at me. I go, oh, I want to jerk off your thin cock while oh, I. Oh, you're talking you know. about them wanting a cigarette. Yeah. Right, right, right. So they'll do that whole thing. Um, I want to jerk you off while blowing you with a set of chopsticks mm-hmm. uh, maneuver, and uh, which hat you know, I mean, it's, I could borrow. Yeah, it's it's totally Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> I'm just imagining a vending machine with uh, jerk-off chopsticks in it. But anyway, I bet they have them right next oh, to I'll the bet you, I'll bet you. girl panties. They don't mm-hmm. sell those anymore. Sure, sure. Uh, Any hoozy. Yeah. Any hoozle. Anyway, so I'm a dick because I know what they're trying to say or like motion at me. I don't know what that semaphore means, but I will invariably always go. I'm, and then pause my music, pull out my headphones, I'm, I'm sorry, what? And I literally make them dance for it. I make them fucking work dance for monkey, it. Dance monkey, dance. Dance smoke monkey. Start doing that special fucking deaf voice. Hey, wait, man, you couldn't hear you. But so you got neck, yeah. But why? Anyway. I'm kind of a dick for doing that because I know what they're asking. And if I have cigarettes, I will always go, yeah, okay, I'll give you one. Okay, I'm surprised you actually do that because I like to have as little human interaction as possible. I just give it to them so they go away. Yeah, but, you know, at bus stops, if they see me smoking, and I know I could say, oh, it's my last one. But if I'm there for longer than, like, 15 minutes at a bus stop, I will barely smoke another one. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm like Felix the Cat. I'm I'm grabbing these cigarettes out of hammer space. (laughs) Um, And then they'll look at me even more weird. Um, so I'm like, stop, hammer space. Um, oh, 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 alright, sorry, they can't see me. What the shit? Was... I was gonna do a dance, but yeah. yeah. do it in the hammer okay. dance, with the pants, and the, oh, 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 oh. Is that hammer time? That's, yeah. 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 I believe so. We should stop, since apparently there's a smoke alarm going off in the alley. That's the sound of my brain lighting on fire. That you guys don't know the goddamn melody. Though. Why does it fucking it's matter? It's not the melody. It's the breakdown. Oh, 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 oh. Everybody starts busting a move, you know, dancing. Just gonna do the Charles. I just pull a muscle in my neck doing the Charles Carlton. Well, I think we're done. That's embarrassingly white. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!